0: Like I'm gonna self-sabotage to shit. I love how we just like have such dark humour. Like, let's laugh about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And that that can go on a jumper as well. Self-sabotage. I loved what you said earlier. I'm gonna self-sabotage the shit out of this.
0: I I would buy that. (laughs) (laughs) I I would buy that. Um, what
2: was it you said earlier? The peace, love, and avocado. Oh, healing
1: isn't just peace, love and can we write this down? yeah
2: yeah yeah we need to we need to get a note of these um phrases hold on I've actually got a notes folder I genuinely want the um Please I'm love gonna a the shit out of this genuinely yeah. really want that okay uh,
1: I have documents full of like one-liners that I've said over the years that my friend writes down
0: oh my brilliant. That. Forget, all on that's very brilliant. Taylor Swift of you
1: that I is like very Taylor Swift. Well, I'm like, I don't know what to do with this stuff, and she was like, just keep talking. And I'm like, yeah, do just don't it's stop. It's just like, just keep talking. You've got some great one-liners, and I'm like, <laughs> when you're not thinking about it, they come out.
0: Oh, absolutely. You basically just need to carry a recorder around with you the whole time. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Trauma Healing Queens podcast. I'm Bianca. I'm Rose, and I'm Tyra. And we are three trauma-informed
2: coaches looking to help you explore the depths of healing, growth and empowerment. So whether you're a survivor, a supporter or someone simply seeking understanding, join us on this journey towards unveiling the resilience within us all. Welcome.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first one. Oh my god, I, the energy has carried one with it's, me. The, the grounding breath did it. nothing. The energy's still here. <laughs> yeah, vibes. This is what we love, though. This is we. It sounds weird, right? I'm so excited to t- talk about trauma. That's right. Yeah, it's right? great. <laughs> <laughs> we I love think, trauma. <laughs> it's like with clients, right? We talk about this all the time when we have clients, and you know, they have such a shift. And we're like, oh, this is amazing. You're probably feeling really crap, but this is amazing. right? Yeah. And, and I think maybe that's why this podcast has kind of come about, right?
1: 100%. I could literally talk about trauma all day. I have gone down a rabbit hole. Mm. And I'm like, I think this is like my hyper focused thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hyper focused, it's not a bad thing. So, not a bad yeah, we thing. can't wait to talk to you guys about trauma. I know. Again, what a sentence, right? What a sentence. I never thought thought we'd have enough to say about it. It's almost been something that I kind of avoided. So bring it on, guys. Bring it on.
2: Yeah. Do you know what it was for me? I always thought like, well, I've never experienced a huge, like a big enough trauma. So who am I to even talk about it? But, and you know, this is something that we're going to discuss in terms of like what actually is trauma. Cause I think I'm not alone in thinking you know, in, in what my initial thoughts were of like, you know, trauma is this huge catastrophic event,
1: you know. Almost a bit taboo, right? Don't talk about trauma. Yes. Taboo Let's talk about trauma. trauma. Let's talk about trauma.
2: It's like a very um like British thing as well though, right? Because, you know, trauma comes with uh, <laughs> emotions and I think- Oh my God, about, those awful know, things. You know, yeah. you, you don't talk about emotions. God, we don't do that
0: absolutely not how dare you every every bit of trauma every every emotion there's a there's a stigma attached right but tara i think you kind of segued us into kind of the topic of today's podcast very nicely so thank you very much uh which is ladies what did you believe trauma to be versus what you know about trauma now
1: brilliant question um who wants to take the mic shall i i mean
0: Prior to this podcast, when we were talking about this, oh, Bianca, how you described it. Oh, no pressure Be free.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, that came out in a flow. I'm not sure if it's going to come out quite like that now. But so what did I think trauma was? So for me, like I was saying, it was always something that I didn't think had happened to me. It was something that was like a big, the, the trauma was the event in my eyes it was the thing that happened like the sexual assault the you know the abuse when you were younger all of those things to me were trauma so to me i was like you know i had a very okay upbringing so definitely no trauma here and um and i think that really just meant then that i never explored it it was always something i never really thought was on my radar right Um, So that's what I thought it was. I thought it was the event. And I thought it was something that didn't happen, hadn't happened to me. Okay. So what I know now is trauma is actually the result of the event in your body. So the trauma is the undigested past life experience that you couldn't process in that moment because you didn't feel safe enough you didn't have the resources to allow your body to process that full stress loop so what happened that trauma then well it imprints in your nervous system and that stress is stored in your body and as a result of that painful narratives are then formed so in order for you to be safe these narratives are formed to almost protect you from ever experiencing that thing again so that's your I suppose your safety adaptation right so you you go through a stressful situation your body never wants you to experience that again so it creates some narratives to ensure that you don't then you spend your whole life on the lookout trying not to experience this thing again and in doing so well I suppose it really impacts your emotional and your mental health right so we have anxiety depression all of these things that are the result of unprocessed stuff and it is heavy right it is heavy and yeah and I just think there's there's so much kind of chronic stress there's so much unprocessed stuff with everyone and I guess now with the awareness that I have like I see it so differently like I think um who oh, there was a podcast I was listening to the other day it was like I can see through the matrix right I can see below all the trauma like and that's really quite a cool place to to see it from right
0: powerful place right
1: mm, yeah powerful place so that's kind of what off the top of my head comes out in the rambles so let's see what what you guys can add and then we'll chat from there do yeah. about you,
0: Tyra. Slightly, slightly like well, maybe. He, yeah. He, he go last. I
1: think you nailed that one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now I, I like just hearing you talk so eloquently about trauma. Like I love it. Just like the whole so paradoxical, but yeah, so so similar. I also, in in my eyes, trauma was like what war veterans like come home. They have like PTSD, and um, it's a huge car accident or it's a you know it, it, it's, a, it's a huge event to me that that is what trauma was but actually you know when we look at it just like um B was saying it's it's more trauma refers more to the sort of survival-based patterns that you adopt in order to cope it's all about coping and you know a lot of these um patterns behaviors habits that we adopt they're unhelpful to us a lot of the time and I think what I find so interesting about trauma is um you know there's narratives that that Bianca was talking about you know the I just have no willpower I'm just lazy I'm just shit and it's like so often these are a result of trauma and you've just adapted these coping mechanisms these behaviors literally just to make yourself feel safe but you know, so often it, it's subconscious, right? We we do these things we don't we don't quite realize we don't quite connect the dots. So it, it's such a um, it's such a fascinating topic as well. And I think it's um, I think a lot of the time I don't know we can also see it I guess perceive it as like mental illness or a disorder as well, right? Um, but it's not. It's actually just a set of adaptations. Like it's not that there's anything wrong with you. You are not inherently strange. <laughs> or weird or, or anything like it's literally just like i was saying an adaptation to to something that that's happened um un, undigested life experience like bianca was saying um not not necessarily that like huge thing that happened but how your nervous system adapts after that yeah i think
0: like something that's been a really big theme in what you've both said is how we gaslight our trauma and gaslight yeah. trauma in general maybe but <laughs> You know, because I have had what you would deem if you were to kind of give it grading systems. I've had a high level trauma and yet I still didn't think my trauma was as bad as others. Right. That's that's to the degree like society dictates how we should deal with feelings and deal with traumatic events. Because like you guys as well, I thought trauma was the thing that happened
1: mm-hmm. as
0: opposed to the the adapt- adaptation. Well, that's going to be a tricky word, adaptation <laughs> that we we have, and I suppose really like for me when I started learning about this, I I almost felt like my body relaxed and like there was a load of relief, and I was inviting a lot more compassion in because it was like oh my my body is just doing what it thought best to survive, like how can I be angry at it because all it was trying to do was help me and protect me me from future events protect me in the moment so it was helping me survive and so it, for me it invited a hell of a lot more compassion in obviously a lot more tears as well because you know you're then you're like oh cool we become way more accepting right and when we become more accepting we we allow a lot more as well so and we'll definitely probably get stuck into this about sitting with sitting with our trauma right uh, through the series but i definitely think there's a real message here that we gaslight our trauma. We don't accept it. We don't feel like we're allowed to maybe as well. In some cases, you know, how, how on earth can I say that this was a trauma when that person's had this, right? I actually always use the phrase, it's not a top trumps of trauma. (laughs) You do not need (laughs) to win the game. We're all equal. And you know, for me, trauma is a shared human experience there is not one person in this world who has not had trauma in their lives it is a shared experience it's
2: unavoidable right like you actually by default being a human on this planet uh you you're going to experience it and this is the thing right it's it's a spectrum so it's not a case of you have experienced it or you've not it's Mm -hmm. like well you have you or you're gonna it's just it's on that spectrum and yeah that there, there, there's going to be multiple multiple traumatic events right yeah. um yeah. and it's just
1: your your yeah your, your nervous system responding to it Ooh. you know what the thing that I found quite interesting was you could have two people go through the same event for one person it could leave trauma imprints and for the other person it might not depending on your capacity the tools you have whether you feel safe like so what leaves trauma imprints for one person isn't necessarily what would leave trauma imprints for another um I mean it can be I'm gonna say as small as a small t standing up in front of the class putting your hand up and giving the wrong answer Mm -hmm. for one person that could be such a kind of traumatic event and their nervous system goes into this kind of stress response and it never completes that loop for another person if they maybe have a safety resource or they have other tools where they know how to regulate themselves that might not leave any imprint at all Mm. so it's very like individual as well like you can't you can't compare your trauma
0: That reminds me of, again, I cannot remember if it was Matt or Ryan from the center of healing center for healing, but they said about, okay, so we have one person who regularly plays tennis, um, goes out for a walk with their dog, trips up a curb and tears the ligament in their knee. And then we have another person who is in a car accident and tears the ligament in their knee, both go to hospital both go and see a surgeon, both have surgery, both have physio. The recovery, the rehabilitation process is the same for both, even though the events that caused the tear were very different. And I think that's something that I thought, wow, yes, because again, oh, if this person's had this level of trauma, because of this big traumatic event, they must need big help, right? It's kind of like it's, it's, it's huge. But actually, we've all got trauma. It's a shared experience again. And we're all And I'm going to say the word entitled here to the same treatment. There's no judgment here, right? No judgment whatsoever, in terms of how the trauma happened. Bottom line is something has imprinted on you. And it's causing your nervous system to stay in this kind of contracted state. And we don't want that for you. And I think the reason we don't is because we've all experienced that release of that contraction. We've completed our loops, shall we completed say.
1: <laughs> all the loops.
0: Yeah, and you know what?
1: As humans, we are built for survival, right? We are built to survive. We're not built to live in the world that we live in now. No. So actually, we need to come in and we need to actually tell our bodies and our nervous systems that it is safe. We're not running from bears or anything anymore, right? So, as much as the survival mechanism that we have as humans is great, it's not, it doesn't need to maybe be as sensitive as it is sometimes, right? Ooh. Because of the world we live in. I, again, I heard this in a, a podcast. I can't quite remember who it was. So, um, if anyone knows, you can let us know. But so, if you think about the nervous system, it comes in and out of stress and relax. And it's very normal for the nervous system to do that. If you think about a jellyfish, how it kind of contracts. I mean, I'm doing the the movement with my hands, but you can't see me. (laughs) It kind of contracts. It tenses up, right? When When it goes through stress, it tenses up. And then it comes back to a place of relax. What happens when trauma is imprinted on your body, you get stuck in the contraction. You get stuck in the contracted jellyfish phase, right? And what we know about trauma we know it's stored in the body, right? And it's not over until your nervous system says it's over. Yeah. So if you are that contracted jellyfish, you are going to be living from a place of survival and protection. We want you to come back to this more relaxed jellyfish so you can live from a place where you're able to connect with other humans, where you're present. So you're coming from protection to connection. And that's that's the whole healing process, right? And I flippin' love it.
0: So we've got our jellyfish, right? And we, we're we now aware. So I always imagine the jellyfish with like an elastic band around it, Like I don't know what that it's contracted and it's got this elastic band and it can't, the trauma's like the band almost, like it won't let it release. So the work we do is helping you maybe, you know, increase the elasticity of the band or eventually cutting the band away like entirely. Because I think with this understanding, we can start removing the shame and the guilt. Mm. Yes, which we know are the, the some of the heaviest emotions to carry and to quote Brené Brown, um, shame corrodes, the very part of us required for change. And, you know, one of the other parts of this is like, why, why do we, you know, we, we talked a little bit about this stigma with emotions and this and the other, that's quite external, right. But internally we're also shaming ourselves for, for our trauma and that traumatic event, the trauma that then imprints really uncomfortable to deal with right and if you're at a a, a dinner party and you've got kind of a guest that's misbehaving causing problems making everyone feel uncomfortable you better believe like you're gonna try and outcast it and something that we all learned with or a phrase that we all learned was um you know we orphan these parts of us
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I think that's a really good point to kind of touch on here
1: yeah and the process of healing is actually looking at those orphan parts and then reintegrating them into our lives today so that we can use the experiences that we've had in our life as like a a story of wisdom, a story of growth, a story of knowledge, a story of empowerment, right? We can then use our trauma in a way that can help move us forwards instead of holding us back. And that's flipping awesome as well. Right, trauma is a superpower yeah it can be right you can learn so much from this stuff when you're willing to look at it but it's the looking at it part that is the the most icky right for sure mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. what happens inside of us during a very stressful experience is our nervous system goes into overwhelm you're probably going to hear us talk about the fight flight freeze and fawn responses quite often I'm not going to go into them all in detail now but I'm sure I mean I'd heard of those terms before I'd done the kind of learning on trauma so you might know what they mean anyway um so what happens then once your nervous system goes into overwhelm this creates stress in your body right your body contracts like the jellyfish with the rubber band and As a result of that, if you don't have a resource of safety, so a way to bring yourself back into a place of relax, this is where like limiting beliefs are then formed. I am unlovable. I am not worthy. And so on and so on. These might sound familiar because these are quite common beliefs that people hold to be true about themselves. So as a result of these kind of beliefs that we form about ourselves, we then orphan a part of us. So we kind of split off part of our being in this moment and this happens at times of big emotional stress when we aren't able to process or find a resolution in the moment the if you think about stress as a loop I think we've mentioned kind of like the stress loops it stays open right and because it stays open that part of us needs to kind of be put away and protected because it doesn't feel safe right you it's, it's undigested and it's there and it's kind of raw and you don't know what to do with it. And your body's kind of stressing because it's like, oh, what do we do with this thing? So what happens is we put this part away in a box, right? And we, it's very like heavily charged with emotion. So we then try, well, we spend our whole lives trying to avoid avoid feeling this thing that's in the box. We are then also on like high alert for ensuring that we don't feel this thing again so you're kind of like then hypervigilant, right um and it can then just mean that you're spending your whole life in survival you're in survival mode because this part of you is in the box we need to get it out of the box right um but yeah and I think once we can kind of understand that there's nothing wrong with us we are the result of everything that's happened to us. I think that's quite a nice way to look at it. We can then reach inside this box to grab these orphan parts, understand them and love them. Be beautiful. Beautiful.
0: Well, I think let's let's end let's end on that. And well, we're gonna continue talking about the different types of trauma. So just to kind of give everyone an idea. What we're going to discuss. We've got acute trauma, developmental trauma, pre conscious and precognitive trauma. Um, might also know that as womb trauma, uh, intergenerational trauma, and you know, collective trauma. So, we're going to spend a bit of time going through each one, um, but also talking about the importance of feeling safe when you do this as well. Right? Mm-hmm. A phrase that I know that we all love to use is safety is healing and that is a message that we will be pushing hard through these uh, episodes Mm -hmm. um ladies what is one thing you want to leave our listeners with
2: i would say you know if you um have experienced trauma maybe you might not even be aware maybe you've got an inkling after this podcast you've got a bit more understanding but i think it's so important that you're not broken there's nothing wrong with you like it's just that you know I think something that we spoke about was um, tools to help you cope, and a lot of the times you know you can't use a tool that you don't know exists. So you know if you've if you've noticed some unhelpful habits or behaviours that aren't serving you, there's nothing wrong with you. You know it's just you you've used a tool that was the only thing available perhaps to you at the moment. So there's 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 nothing inherently wrong with
1: you love that love that i think i want to just say that you are not your trauma Mm. and because that's such a big one i think so often people over identify with their behaviors and what we want you to know is that you're not your trauma i love that so
0: i love both of them ladies i really do i suppose for me i wanted people to so from this podcast hopefully you've recognized that trauma is an adaptation but we do get to readapt it's not a one and done job you haven't adapted in this way and you'll stay this way this isn't definite it isn't fixed it is changeable
1: yeah and think like what you just said there rose everyone is capable of healing Mm. i truly believe that i truly believe that absolutely and you know what What a lovely place to end. Let's
2: leave it there. Thank you so much, ladies. And I will see you next week for the next one. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us today.
0: We hope the conversation about trauma has shed some light on the shadows that so many of us carry.
1: And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate and leave us a review. Join us
2: again in our next episode as we continue to explore the diverse facets of trauma and resilience.